This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Wrapping things up here on the Midday Show with Andy and Randy. Before uh, an excellent football weekend. Ah. Dukes and Bell got you covered from 2 to 7, live at Atlantic Station for the Falcons pep rally. What's up, guys? Hey, man. Mike, Mike, yes. Mike, the pitcher. I mean, the, that is just – how about this? I told Andy, that's just a Friday night in Key West, Mike. You know that. that well, guy, it was uh, Key West. Southern Decadence. And I asked Will Guerra, our, our traffic man, what that was. And he goes, apparently, he goes, that's where all the really, really, really crazy people go down in New Orleans. It's happening the same weekend as FSU, LSU. That was taken from inside our Uber from the dude. <laughs> and I can't put, the, because of our social media rules, can't put that guy on Twitter because don't have his permission, Randy, oh, Andy. Oh, right. right. And for all I know, that guy could be a congressman, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's like a 65-year-old guy wearing, like, this leather, like, looks like Rob Halford from Judas Priest, Carl, wearing, like, a, a nutsack bikini with Smoking Marlboro. Yeah, it's creepy, yeah, man. The, the, the real question is, where did he keep his cigarettes, right? That's what I said. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. I mean, and I wish I wish you guys I wish you guys could see the picture. But as Mike said, we this is, we can describe it only uh, to the to the best of our ability, but it doesn't do it justice. But I'm glad you enjoyed it, Randy. Oh, Mike man. told me he was sending it. So Randy, all weekend long it's like, I wonder what Leather Daddy is doing right now. <laughs> I tell you, Mike, that's a typical Friday night guy in uh, in Key West. In Key West. That's right. all it is. Hey, right, if folks right. want to come down and uh, hang out with you guys this afternoon, get ready for the Falcon season, how can they do that? Uh, Hobnob, man. We're right here across the, across the street from where our studios are, literally right across uh, at Atlantic Station. They're setting up a stage area. Uh, we talked about it. Gucci is going to be yeah, here mate, mate. tonight. Uh, our old buddy Ryan Cameron is going to be hosting. So festivities don't kick off until – after we get done, but you can come down and get your spot. Falcon uh, Pep Rally, yeah, man. Yeah, right it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. But we're at the Hobnob. It's literally right here. In the middle. In the middle of it. Hobnob has a ton of bourbon. Yes, they do. They have, like one of the biggest bourbon selections you can find. So enjoy. Enjoy, fellas. <laughs> have a good one. Uh, I think carry our beer, too, guys. We'll, uh, carry, we'll, hey, man. We'll talk to you guys on Monday morning. Everybody have a great weekend. Be safe. Enjoy all the football. We'll talk to you then. Watch out now. Atlanta! What's going on? It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, man. We're actually at a place today that carries our hey, man, L. Hobnob. Mike and I were just admiring it on the uh, menu. It's my daily affirmation, Carl. Whether I walk into the public, stand by my house in Tyrone, Georgia, or here on a menu, it it gives you a sense of purpose in this life. That it does. There's nothing like walking in and seeing hey, man, on tap. Yeah. Uh, You can come down, hang out with us, but more importantly, get ready for this pep rally tonight uh, for the Falcons, guys. It's week one of the NFL. Last night was absolutely incredible. Great way to kick things off. Some people will say it's a Super Bowl hangover. I'm going to tell you that the Bills are just that damn good, and this is what they are. Mm -hmm. What you saw last night, 
is how much better they're going to be. And I'm not going to tell you they'll blow everybody out, out of the water, Mike, but what an exhibition last night by the Buffalo Bills on the Super Bowl champion Rams. You know, we talked a lot yesterday about what it's going to mean when Vaughn Miller joins that Buffalo Bills, you know, defensive line. And, you know, what's that phrase they use in the military? A force multiplier. In other words, when you bring something in that makes your force seem even more powerful, whether it's just playing firepower or the equipment or the dude, whatever, that he's a force multiplier, man. That guy just made – Epinesa was, uh, you know, was balling. Everybody on that line is playing better because you go to account for Vaughn Miller. And I don't know if the Rams are going to get it together. A lot of teams looked awful last year in week one. We were one of them. Packers looked terrible. They can regroup. Hopefully they don't regroup against us because we get L.A. next. And maybe this continues, Carl. But I think – I mean, it was just more about Buffalo making a major statement that we're here to kick some butt and we are going to the Super Bowl. Coming up a little bit later this hour in about 12 minutes, Chuck Smith's going to join us for his first visit of the season. Uh, we'll talk, obviously, Falcon Saints, which we'll do all afternoon. But we'll also talk about that pass rush. As you guys know the story, Chuck worked with Aaron Donald. They neutralized him for the most part last night, Mike. The guy I thought they were going to neutralize, and they didn't do it. They neutralized the Rams' offense. The Rams didn't have a meaningful drive until the end of the game. It didn't matter. But Cooper Cup still got his last night. 13 receptions, got in the end zone for you. Guys like Squid Billy, myself, and, uh, and I heard the guys on Rand Andy talking about who had uh, Cooper Cup last night. Yeah, in most formats, it was 28 to 32 points. I think Chris, our engineer, had him as well. So he is a guy. That's why I took him fourth overall in the fantasy league. And he's going to get his. But boy, oh boy, you know, Cam Akers didn't get anything. That's a dude, Carl, that I was hoping uh, to see. And Cam Akers was not in the mix at all if you had him in your fantasy league. And uh, I don't know if that's an injury. I don't know if we're going to see him. But it was interesting to see Matthew Stafford. Everyone was saying the elbow's fine, the elbow's fine. I don't know if that contributed, but I think it's more about the bills in his face. He looked awful. Well, Mike, the uh, a couple of those passes, man, he just he, he either overthrew the guy or just threw it directly to the DB. Right. And, you know, it makes you wonder. This has been a concern for me. The Rams have been downplaying this because they say he dealt with this pain last year. What he did do is have a procedure in the offseason mm-hmm. to help with the pain. I hope it gets better. Listen, I think Sean, Sean McVay is great. You said it. They'll rebound. It's week one. But that concern to me is how he turned it over last night. If the Bills turned him over like that, then they're arguably going to be the best defense in the league. And getting after, you know, seven sacks, 15 quarterback hits last night, and the turnovers. If you're doing that week in and week out, they're going to dominate. But I don't see that every week. I'm more concerned about Matthew Stafford, to your point, and how he's going to come back from this. If he comes back, those three touchdowns, not against us, I'm hoping. But if right. he does and he looks normal, he didn't look normal last night. And maybe it was because he was under distress. Right. Now, obviously, uh, Mac Jones or Matt Ryan aren't mobile quarterbacks, but there's a lot of mobile quarterbacks in the AFC. Patrick Mahomes being their number one nemesis. But mm. it will be interesting to see Buffalo because this is a year where they're starting with the expectations. Everybody and their uncle, including me and your uncle, are on Buffalo as a number one. I'm sure Vegas will drop them down to 5-1 to one now after last night's performance because they just looked really impressive. All right, guys, we got a lot to dive into today. Tony Gwynn Jr. is going to join us. MLB officially, their competition committee, changes the rules. Mike and I talked about yesterday. We knew this was coming. Larger bases, pitch count, uh, or pitch clock, should I say. And uh, doing away with the shift, we'll and talk the, to Tony about that. And the pitch clock, just real quick, as we did talk about it at the end of the show, it does include the batters have to be in the box. That's my biggest pet peeve is the batters getting out, doing the batting gloves and all that nonsense. they got to be set and ready to rock with eight seconds left on that pitch count. So it is, in effect, speeding up the batters as well. Yeah, it, it's this is all about more action and more scoring, all right? And it may not translate right now, but the whole idea is to get things moving and you're going to get more potentially stolen bases. Right. You're going to get, to Mike's point, guys in the box, 
more action. And, and I have no issues with that. Uh, it'll be an adjustment for a little bit, but I don't think this is going to be a big deal. Tony Gwynn Jr. in the 3 o'clock hour. We'll talk to Dave Archer as well. Falcons analyst at 5 today as we're out here for the Big Pet Rally tonight for Atlanta, the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Saints. And then also we'll talk Braves, Mike. Grant McCauley, big series against Seattle. And, and I'm not going to tell you it's as big as the Mets or maybe even the Astros was, but they're currently sitting second in the wild card in the AL. They're playing for something. It's one of the nice turnarounds in yes. Major League Baseball in recent history. You know, it's good to see the Orioles not stinking or actually playing meaningful baseball after the All-Star break. But in that AL wild card race, uh, Seattle has really been money. And they were have been in the mix for all the big-name uh, trade guys, too, the big pieces that were going to be moved. So Seattle is a tough uh, – I haven't seen that, uh, that ballpark in person. Uh, can't wait to see this series uh, again. It's going to be very competitive because they are playing for something. Absolutely. So we'll get to Grant's opinions. All things Braves coming up. As we said, we're live at Hobnob, guys, over here. Great food, great atmosphere. We're out here on the porch, actually. Mm. It's a great day. I know it's a little cloudy, and maybe it's, uh, as Bo was saying, it's spitting a little bit. But uh, for the most part, I think this rain's going to stay away. Got a lot of brothers, Joe. And we're going to be all right. Yeah, I hope so, man. All right, Mike Bell, we got to get into uh, Falcons and Saints. we got a lot to dive into because today, not only are we going to give you our official picks, we'll do that a little later in the show. Last year... Who, who won the pick, pick segment last year? Chris. Who? Chris the engineer. Oh. Now, again, yeah. we believe yeah. Chris was using a toad service this is correct. Uh, or something. Yeah. I mean, or, he just, right. or he just simply did homework as opposed to you and I who were literally scrabbling and, scr- and scratching down numbers out of the commercial break. But Chris really put some work into it, and he took home the bacon. And Do if you, you guys really are, believe that? I mean, look, the numbers don't. Nick Mackay says the numbers don't lie. And I would think that Chris, now there's pressure, much, much like Buffalo. We're expecting Tristan. Right. Okay, right. can he make this work? All right. So I got off to a great start, then I stunk it up, and you got off to a great start, and you stunk it's it up. That's true. And Squidbilly just kind of was mediocre the whole time. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, so we're going to give you our official picks. <laughs> it's going to uh, <laughs> it's going to be brought to you by Ingles. We'll do it every week. Our rules are simple, guys. We pick three games, college, pro. You can pick over, under. You can pick spread. Right. It's very simple. So we'll do that a little bit later on. But let's talk about these Saints, man, because it seems like all things are go for Drake London. Are they? It seems like. I, I'm still not. I wonder if they're sandbagging. I'm not sure. I don't know. I just honestly, guy asked me today at the gym, I have no idea if Drake London is playing. So I hope he is. He better be. I, I do, too. Uh, listen, I think, Mike, the other day at the Dome or the uh, at Mercedes-Benz was a test for him, too. I think they wanted to get a get real yes, get a real look and see and what that looks like. You can do it at, at Flowery Branch, but to take him down there, and it wasn't just about Drake. I'm saying it was an opportunity for the team to get a real look, and we saw some of that footage. Of course, they didn't show us everything, so he looked okay. Now, I've been under the assumption the entire time, he's going to play. You're not rolling into week one against mm-hmm. the Saints and a guy hadn't played in four weeks anything meaningful. He has practiced, but he hasn't really done anything that would put himself in harm's way. I just don't buy, buy the idea. I think Coach is playing with us. I think Coach Art is saying, we'll see, we'll see, because he wants the Saints to not know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, by the way, for the, and well, by the way, if he doesn't play, then I'm panicking. <laughs> and, for, and for millennials who don't know what sandbag means, to deliberately underperform in a race or competition to gain an unfair advantage. Wait a minute, did you just do that? Yes, I did. No, no, some guys don't know what sandbag means. I mean, literally. All right, all right, cool. cool. I just because some guys like, what? I had this last week. I said, what if they're sandbagging? And I had like three guys on the text line. What does sandbag mean, Carl? I want to. I want to be inclusive, not exclusive. <laughs> I want to bring people together on this show, not have them scratching their heads, okay, in their Prius. Anyway, but as far as sandbag, this is what I thought initially. Are they just trying to send mixed signals to the Saints and they have all intentions of this guy playing? Or 
they know the blowback from the fans because here you're going to say a USC player that was injured and missed half the season, and now he's got another injury. He hasn't even played a minute for USA for one big catch against the Jets in preseason. Hope that's he's going to be fine because I, otherwise you're, you're, you're leaning on Brian Edwards and the guys from last year. Yeah, I know. Minus uh, Russell Gage. It, listen, this may be now the biggest question mark as we head into Sunday. It was, what's the O-line going to look like? Well, we got that figured out. All right, this is the biggest question mark as we get to Sunday. And Mike, I don't want to be, I don't want to be at Mercedes Benz at eleven thirty, and there are rumors out there yeah. about he's not on the field. Yeah. When all of a sudden I get a text from Squid Billy, oh, hold your hold your socks and pull. <laughs> you know, I don't want to. I don't want to get down. And then all of a sudden, and again, for millennials, that means I'm going to be really freaked out. <laughs> and so hold on to yourself. But anyway, wait, did you just do that again? <laughs> So that is our concern today as we start this big Friday show at Hop Knob. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hey, man, follow us on social media. He's Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put Him Up. See Dukes. This radio show, Dukes and Bell 929. And, of course, follow the radio station at 929 The Game. Stay up on everything that's going on. And we're on the gram as well and across all other social media platforms. Chuck Smith's going to join us when we come back. We're going to talk to Chuck not only about last night, but – I think you're going to be surprised when you hear the numbers about how dominant the Falcons were from a sack standpoint when they played the Saints during Chuck Smith's time. Right. It's something we've been missing. Mike's been saying it. Are we going to get pressure on Jameis Sunday? Chuck Smith, pass rush coach, joins us next. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. All the music should sound familiar because it's familiar that we are with the next guest on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Big Chuck Smith, as Mike likes to say. That's right, Joe. Former Falcon, guys. He is now one of the premier teachers in professional football as he coaches pass rush, and he works with high schoolers, college, collegiate guys. He works with NFL guys, working with Aaron Donald. Um, And, Chuck, it's good to have you back for another season, bro. So, first of all, thank you for that. I I do want to start with what we saw last night. On both sides, Mike and I were very impressed with what we saw with the Bills' pass rush. They got after it, seven sacks, 15 quarterback hits. And then on the other side, I thought the Bills' offensive line and their scheme really did a good job of kind of limiting Aaron Donald and his disruptiveness last night. What did you make of it? Well, let me tell you first and foremost, when the Bills came out, they were on a mission. They controlled the game from that first drive. The Rams really had no answer. And I'm going to tell you, anytime the Rams were to answer, I mean, that one time when they scored early, remember, it was Buffalo self-destructing. They did an excellent job getting the ball in their hands. Let me tell you this. Josh Allen, the way he managed that game yesterday, getting the ball in his hands, and now you see the ability for him to scramble and move and make plays with his feet, that was the reason it was hard for Aaron Donald to get there. But And on the other end of the spectrum, what you saw last night, was greatness in Von Miller. What you saw one day while he'll be on the Mount Rushmore of outside linebackers and pass rushers, you saw ghost moves. You saw spin. His first rush was a stutter bull. So the things that we worked on, the thing I like about Von, everything we worked on this summer, he used in the game to get those two sacks. Now give him a lot of credit because this dude puts in the work. I'm just telling you. Well, I'm in Colorado Springs whether I'm in Denver, whether we're in Texas, this dude rushes all summer. So, you know, and then think about this. People didn't talk about this, Carl, Mike. Look at those. Hey, here's your guy, Mike, that we used to talk about, Greg Russo. Remember we talked about right. Russo, what right. he can do. 
You got to look at A.J. Epinesa, Boogie Basham. When Pat, when drafting goes right, you got to look at the Bills right now because, I mean, they have drafted well when it comes to pass rushes, but impressive nonetheless by the Bills last night. It's Big Chuck Smith, pass rush guru. He's paid the big bucks to get the most out of college players and get them ready for the draft. And that's the Dr. thing. Dr. Rush. That's the thing, Dr. Rush. I mean, last night, we said it earlier. I mean, Epinesa, the kid they drafted previously, you make everybody better on that line. I mean, everybody. I mean, it was like, Oprah, you get a sack and you get a sack. But, I mean, is that something we could look at in the free agent market? If, the, if we draft well and we'll have money next year to bring in a, a bona fide pass rusher and get the same results. Well, I think what you got is uh, they tried to build a foundation. Ebicady and Malone, those are those guys. They're hoping Lorenzo Carter can become that guy and they can have reasons to keep him. You know, o- Deji, think about him. He's a young guy. But the key is you got to have someone there also to either fuel their development or the coaching staff. So from the edge standpoint with the Falcons, this responsibility goes on, on uh, position coaches. Because most of those guys we're talking about, they don't train in the offseason like Vaughn. They don't train like Max Crosby. It just is what it is. So to me, the, the Falcons do have a foundation. And now this first year is kind of seeing what Ebicady and Malone can do. So I'm excited about those guys, though. Let's talk about Saints-Falcons because you have a history uh, yourself playing them. Uh, Chuck Smith joining us here on Dukes and Bell. You played the Saints 16 times. Eight sacks versus the Saints in your career as a Falcon. So talk to us about that aspect of getting pressure. Mike just talked about some of our key players. We're not sure what we've got yet. Maybe you know more, Chuck, because you've seen these guys up close and personal. I think Falcon fans as a whole, we're still wondering what we've got. But this is a game to kind of come out and showcase it because, again, Drew Brees was so good at getting rid of the football. I think we can get after Jameis. But talk about your experience in playing these Saints and your career sacks. Well, the Saints, number one, it's always the most physical game. I remember coming out of the Saints game, playing against Willie Rowe, and I would be sore. It was just a different kind of energy. You know, we really disliked each other from a football dislike. And the Saints folks, <laughs> listen, the Saints fans always feel like little steps on. I don't care if they got a Super Bowl or not. As a city, Atlanta gets everything. You know what I'm saying? We, hey, we the home of hip-hop. They used to have Master P. We the, <laughs> hey, you know what I mean? I'm just telling you, man, all the yeah. things that they compete with us, you know, we had a basketball team. They just got one. We called the Hawks, and they got the whack name called the Pelicans. So everything <laughs> about our cities really compete, man. And, you know, but we really disliked each other, and I always had good games against the state and that rivalry. I got a chance to actually watch, you know, the, some of those greats like Pat Swilling and all those guys and play against those guys as well. But it, it's a great rivalry, and I'm glad it opens up in uh, the Mercedes-Benz, and hopefully the Falcon fans can make some noise. I know your job is Chuck Smith joins us on the WadeFord.com hotline. We're live at Atlantic Station, guys, at Hobnob, Big Falcon Pep Rally, right at 7 o'clock right here, man, so join the party. Chuck, uh, you follow, you get after the quarterback. Are we going to protect the quarterback? Because you just mentioned the Saints. Cameron Jordan has been eating our lunch for more yeah. than a decade. What do you think about our, our new look slightly offensive line? I'm going to be 100 with you. I'm with Cam Jordan at least once a year at the Bar Miller Pass Rush Summit. The heartbeat and the attitude about the Falcons from the Saints is we feel like we can physically beat you up. We feel like you're intimidated from us. And listen, Cam is the leader. And if you're going to slow, if the Falcons have any chance of beating the Saints, you got to get after Cam Jordan. Because if Cam Jordan throws people around like he always does, he'll get to talking a little smack. He's a little wacky. You know, and then the thing about that makes it so tough 
The Shy Tuttle, he's a he's coming on. He's a sleeper. Marcus Davenport, David Anyamata, these dudes are a four man front. Then they throw in Carl Grandison and Condavia Street. This is a formidable front. I mean, I'm telling you, I like this. I compare this front a little bit to what we saw last night, I, you know, without Von Miller. But here's the thing. Cam Jordan's a Hall of Famer. So guess what? He's not the same Cam Jordan from seven years ago. He's a bona fide 100-sack guy. So the Falcons cannot let Cam go crazy. They got to stand up to this bully and try to tap him out. That's the only way they're going to beat Cam Jordan in the Saints. All right. Now you bring up a good point. But the counterpoint to that, Chuck, is do we have the bullies on the O-line to do it? You're talking about guys like Willie Rofe. You guys damn near had fistfights down there. Do we have guys that are willing to do that right. against a guy like Cam Jordan? Because I totally agree with you. But our offensive linemen have to be as aggressive as he's going to be. Do we? Can we do that? I think if they help each other. I think they got to okay. play as a unit. But I'll say right off the bat, I don't think so. Caleb McGarry can't block Cam Jordan one-on-one. And if that's the case, it's going to be ugly. Number one, Cam's got multiple moves. He's got power. And the biggest challenge for Caleb McGarry, he doesn't have great lateral movement or footwork. So to me, putting him out there, that to me, that's the, the best one, though. The best matchup, in my opinion, is really with Shy Tuttle in the middle. You know, with Dahlman and Lindstrom, they got an opportunity there. On the other side, it's a good battle, but I still think the challenges are who do we double, who do we slide to, because Marcus Davenport ain't no punk. But the cool part about this, y'all, it's a new year. We don't know really what's going to happen. Is this offensive line improved? So I can't really truly call say what's a mismatch or not, because Caleb McGarry has an opportunity. Game one, going against the Hall of Famer, Jake Matthews, Chris Lindstrom, Dalman. Hey, show why they named you the starter. So this Falcons team, they're going to they're gonna have to do that, but they're also the quarterback's got to get the ball out fast. And they're going to, to me, throw some screens in there. Be cool. You know, be cool. Throw some screens and stuff like that. Make it happen. All right, because as Big Chuck Smith's pointed out, you're going to have to help out, whether that's one of the non-catching tight ends or that's going to be, you know, this is where a rookie like Tyler Algier has got to work on that pass pro and see if he's out there. Yeah. Chuck, that's a big part of it. And we've seen, so last year after the three-week preseason, some teams come out and just look mm-hmm. awful at execution. Yeah, you know what, and that's part of it. Because if you look last night, a little bit with the Rams, so remember, they kind of look a little sluggish on execution. The Bills clearly was rolling, but you know it's going to be important for the Falcons to come out fast. It really is, because the Saints fans are coming. We're going to take them out the game. But this Falcons team, start fast, limit your turnovers, stop the run, which is going to be really important, obviously, with you know the Falcons' defensive line. So, I'm interested to see how they hold it down, man. I'm, I'm really interested to see Taquan Graham and Anthony Rush, how they perform. I know the edge guys are kind of what everybody's talking about, but to me the biggest key for the Falcons' defensive line this year right now is Taquan Graham and Anthony Rush to stop the run and hopefully free up Grady and the rest of the edge guys. Guys, we're talking with Chuck Smith, Dr. Rush again. His credentials, uh, he is the foremost expert in the art of pass rush, teaches guys from all around the country. And, and listen, if you listen to this show over the last few years, if you're new to Atlanta or new to the show, Chuck's been dealing and, and working with Aaron Donald. He talked about Von Miller. Yeah. He's talking about the pass rush summit that they do every year. He's there. He's with these guys. And this is what we do 
on Fridays. We talk O-line, D-line, because, Mike, we know it's the biggest part of the game that nobody talks about, and we always come back on Mondays and go, man, we got killed on the O-line. And, Chuck, that's the thing. We do know because Matt Ryan's no longer here, and it's not a diss on Matt. It just, you know, he was uncomfortable rolling out some of those naked boots for Shanahan, but we are going to have a moving pocket. Will that mitigate any of the things you're talking about with uh, Mariota on the move? No question. I think Mariota, I think his mobility is going to serve the Falcons well. I think you can now do certain things that Matt couldn't do. I think, he's able, like I said, he's able to make plays. You saw Josh Allen last night. I like the fact that he's here. And, and like, Mike, it's not taking nothing away from Matt Ryan. It's just a different dynamic, you know, and I think it's right, a right, good right. thing. And hopefully hopefully stays healthy, you know. Chuck, uh, before we let you go, man, start of the season, we get a full slate of games on Sunday. We know T.J. Watt was incredible. Bosa looks like he's healthy. You saw Von Miller last mm-hmm. night. Give me – in your opinion, who we should be watching when it comes to, to edge rushers and pass rushers as the season gets started Sunday for you know full slate of games? Let me give you two edge rushers, the Raiders. Chandler Jones, another Hall of Famer, with, to me, a guy who's going to be in the running for the defensive player of the year, Max Crosby. Incredible. Mm-hmm. He's a dog. He's got moves. Let me take you to the interior. Let me tell you, he's going to be the highest rising player, even though he did good last year. Watch out for Jeff Simmons from the Titans. This cat is an absolute man-child. He can rush. He's got power. Those are three of the guys that, to me, stand out as far as people to keep your eyes on this year. And I know we got a blast, Chuck, but real quick, we're bigger now because Team Pease wants those run-stopping linebackers. Are we going to be able to handle Kamara yeah. out of the backfield? Yeah, I definitely think so. I really think Michael Walker, Rashad, and Evans, they can get after him, but no one stops him out of the backfield. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> to me, to me, but to me though, I, I'd like to see – he's going. listen, what they're going to do, they're going to release him out when the Falcons send pressure. Dean P is going to send pressure. The key is going to be getting him on the ground. And then hopefully you see maybe the Falcons bring so much pressure, he has to worry about sometimes standing there to chip block and the Falcons are having success. So there, there's a way to stop Alvin Kamara in, in different ways and – Hopefully the Falcons cover him, and the pressure makes him have to stay in a few times in the backfield. Great job, as always, Chuck. Chuck will join us uh, as we get back to next week, and we'll talk about uh, recapping what we saw up front. Chuck Smith, have a great weekend, man. Looking forward to our visits all all, uh, season long. Thanks so much. All right, guys. Live life every day like it's third and eight. Go Falcons. Yeah. I tell you what, Buffalo did last night. Can I tell you this, too? As we're talking about this game, and, and we're going to get into some headlines uh, uh, coming up next hour, guys. We'll get into an NFL blitz. We said yesterday the watch was on. It looks like Lamar's decision has been made. We'll talk about it. Mike, Josh Allen's a killer. Yeah. He played with some edge last night. I mean, he's taking out linebackers. But, again, he's always had the size. But I love when he, when he reaches the ball over the plane of the goal. I mean, he's taking it, makes a decision. I'm not going to try to go around. I'm going through you. I mean, he's always had that ability. We saw it last year. Look, let's be honest. He had a terrible game against us throwing. Yep. He beat us by running right down our throat. The snow up in Buffalo. <laughs> he did. Because he, he could. He flipped the script. Right. I'm just saying Buffalo that. sleigh ride. He really did. <laughs> you know? Listen, he can sling it, but there is something to be said about his attitude, and you saw it last night. Like, he's hungry. He right. wants it. Everybody's talking about him being the best. It's, hey. it's obvious that, that Mike, he's been, been hearing all those things, and he's trying to come out and show you he's got that. And we talked a lot yesterday about Dorsey taking over for Brian Dable. 
Pretty good game plan. Well executed. It was. It was. All right, guys, we got plenty more to dive into. We're live at Hobnob getting ready for the Atlanta Falcons pep rally here tonight at Atlantic Station. Come on out. All the festivities start around 7 o'clock tonight, so you're not missing anything, but we'd love to get a chance to see you. We just well, you're missing us. Well, to a few of our listeners. I'm saying <laughs> missing anything right now with the pep rally. Come on out here. Hey, well, headlines are coming up next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We are live at Hobnob. Atlantic Station is where we are. That's the location. We're right here on the patio, man. It's a beautiful day. It's cloudy. It's not super oh, hot. It's not out hot here. at all, man. It's perfect. Come on out here and hang out. What were you just screaming at me, Mike? Oh, I said adios, Joseph Martinez. Uh, mission statement from the organization. I know we're still waiting for a team president with United, but uh, they've already went out and said that uh, we're going to see uh, Gonzalo Pineda back next season as a manager of Atlanta United. And with Joseph, and I heard the soundbite today listening to the morning show, that Andy Randy, uh, that he says, like, I hope we get back to work Monday and Joseph's ready to work. And I don't know if that's going to be the case because it, it's just a really difficult position. you got a superstar that a lot of the fan base wants to see. I don't know how many of the – if you're not familiar, with, uh, they lose in Portland. Joseph turns over the spread, throws food all over the place in the locker room. Him and Pineda have to be separated after the match. He's suspended for a week. just seems to me like, Carl, we're going to have a guy on the, on the, on the trade block. Gonzalo, by the way, we'll let you hear this, says there was no physical contact made between the two. Um, First of all, I'm not surprised. You can't continue to go through manager after manager after manager. And I commend whoever's running Atlanta United right now, because we're not quite sure what the pecking order is, but we do know Carlos Spogonegra is involved. Make a stand. 
We have a guy that we believe in. We know we had a bunch of injuries. Right. If we had guys that we thought were going to be here, our club would be a lot better. We don't have time for immature guys. And let me ask you guys this, too. And I, I love Joseph as much as anybody because of he's one of the guys that we all started with. I get it. But how productive has he been that he can put his foot down and scream and holler and turn tables over and say, hey, I'm not playing? How productive has he been? Well, no, he's like, like being a prima donna as the premier player on your team is nothing new to soccer. It's been going on for 100 years. That's, that's something, as we said yesterday, happens in Spain, England, France, Germany. I mean, I know people don't like it, but that's the way it is. There's this egomaniac thing. Chicharito's pulling the same stuff out in L.A., okay? That's just the way it goes. But in this case you got a fan base who grew up with this guy. From day one, this guy's been a star. He scored over 30 goals. He's been an MVP. And for some, it's going to be hard to say goodbye to this guy. But then there's people who read this stuff and say he's, like, basically his own guy. He's on an island like Reggie Jackson with the 78 Yankees. He's not part of the team anymore when they're on the road. And at the end of the day, Carl, he hasn't been the same guy. Let's be keeping it real. He ain't the same guy since an injury. And then the only caveat to that is if you run Cisneros out there, Cisneros hasn't scored as much as he's supposed to. I'm sorry. I made that face like the brother on the meme. He, he puts his <laughs> lips together, and he's kind of like, mm, you're right. <laughs> you Joseph, are. I mean, we, he hasn't he, been the same. I thought you were to be like, it is what it is. Joseph hasn't well, been the same guy since the knee Yeah, but I'm, I just I don't want all this, you know, mm, we can't do without Joseph. There's nobody in this city right now. Okay, Trey Young. There's nobody outside of Trey right. Young in this city right now. Calpins. Okay, Kyle Pitts. There's no one in this city right now. Ronald Acuna, Austin Riley. Damn it, Mike. Michael Harris. Harris, Acuna, who else? Bob R- Chris. Riley, Crystal. Okay, there's no That's one right. in this city outside of those guys that can be demanding anything. Right. Okay? Did I leave anybody out? Uh, you know, I would say John Collins could not be on that list, so we're good. We, all this thing of putting your foot down and turning tables over, it's crap. No, it's immaturity. And oh, uh, by the way. Look, what, however the rotation works, Cisneros was scoring early, and then Cisneros, Cisneros hasn't scored in like a month and a half. And so the idea that he's better than Joseph is not panning out for people who back Pineda. And then you get down to, okay, Joseph, you're upset. We get it. Now you've thrown a hissy fit, and what do you think they're going to do? Just take it? No, they're going to discipline you for it. And now with a small, tiny chance of making the playoffs, it's all but gone because now you're out for this week against Toronto. I'm glad they made this decision, though, seriously. you draw the line. And, yes, and, and it has nothing to do with my like for Gonzalo Pineda. I still don't know quite how good of a manager he can be because he didn't have all the pieces. You can't judge a manager or a coach when half the squad's been injured and your star players are not out there. So I'm going to give it time, but good for Atlanta United to say, hey, he's back, which to Mike's point probably means Joseph won't be. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Turtle behind the glass, our engineer back at the studio. Bo Morgan is here with us, executive producing, calling our on-site engineer. Let's hit some headlines. Strap in, youngins. Hitting the headlines with Dukes and Bell. Let's hear Grady Jarrett talk about the chemistry, Mike, because they're going to need it come Sunday. Falcons, Saints, 11 o'clock pregame, 1 o'clock kick, right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. You know, the unity been really good, you know, since OTAs to now, man. We've been putting in some good work. Uh, brought a lot of new guys into the program, and, man, it's guys just bought in, you know, and uh, you guys have made it the right stuff, and we we excited to go to work together. Let's go to work. I, I hope that's the case. We're going to give you uh, more insight into what to expect from the Saints, what this offense may look like, how we'll be challenged, and how we can challenge them throughout the course of the show today. We're live at Atlantic Station tonight. A pep rally, as we said, here. Uh, they call it the Green Blow. Is that what this is called right here? The Green. The Green yes. is where we're at, uh, right outside at, at Hobnob, but that's where this event is going to happen. So make your way down here. Festivities, again, don't start around 7 o'clock. I was telling Carl when uh, back in the day when Atlantic Station first got 
got built. I mean, Strip was the spot. Yeah, uh, there was. I mean, it was holy cow. You couldn't even get in here. It was so packed with action. And now it's our. Speak for yourself, Cha Cha. <laughs> But you know how it is in Atlanta. I can get anywhere. The, the, we're in, we live down in, I've seen Atlanta evolve over 24 years. Yeah. When, oh, yeah, State would be at the bar. I'd be on the outside looking, banging on the glass. <laughs> but in the old days. I make reservations day of. <laughs> there'd be like one spot, and it would be like the spot. Like, <gasps> I mean, I can tell you, Garo, back in the day, Brio was a spot. Yes. <laughs> Brio opened up, and everybody used to go to Brio and sit outside. So when Strip was the spot, now we're such a big city where you can have five or six spots all going down, like down the street here in Midtown West. But. This is a great location. Hopnob does a fantastic job with the food. They got our beer, Hey Man Ale, but right in the middle of the action. Always, I do miss Atlantic Station, man. One of those spots I do miss from moving down the country. Yeah, I said it's been a while. I, when Maverick Top Gun came out, we, we came over here and saw it because they have one of these, these uh, theaters where, Mike, it, you're immersed. Mm. It's, it's on all three sides right. of you. And so we came and saw And it, it's a cool experience. Um, let's hear from Gonzalo Pineda, guys. Headlines brought to you by our friends at ATL Live Well. Low testosterone doesn't have to keep you down. Call ATL Live Well today. Don't just live, live well. Mike and I were just talking about Atlanta United. Here's what Pineda said when it comes to no physical contact made between him and Joseph. I never had a physical altercation with him. I never had a physical altercation with him. Did y'all get face-to-face, though? No. Never. I will never be there. The day I fight someone, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, no, I never I never had a physical altercation with Joseph. We were arguing, yes. We have having a discussion, yes. But we were always two, three yards away from each other. Never have a physical altercation. I don't know where that come from, but that's a lie. Now, the reason, Carl, can I call you Carl? The reason we're always three feet apart is there were two guys holding Joseph and two guys are holding me, which created the three feet of space. So that would be one, two, that'd be three yards. Okay. Uh, you know. So, but so technically, yes, we were apart, but there was uh, mitigating uh, source because you had people between us to push us back, and so we don't uh, get into the physical. Because I don't confront. I would have not, not, not no confrontation with a player. I. I unless it's unless I'm being held back by someone. At the yes, time. of course. In which case, uh, we may have a confrontation. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. But I respect you. Yeah, of course you do. I do not respect the pack. <laughs> don't put the pollo. Don't put the pollo on the floor. Yes. Don't, don't, don't kick do the pollo on the floor. People prepare the pollo and the rice, and you kick the pollo on the floor. The chicken. Yes. You want any pollo has been stepped chicken, on? You come off the field wearing spikes. You step on the pollo. You want to eat that? I don't want to eat that. I don't want to eat that either, Gonzalo. I don't want to eat that either. I, I, I mean, Paul, I, I mean, think about the guys, okay? Little, think, just for a second, for a second, okay? You got little, tiny little guy over here, okay? Tiago Armada, he, he sweats his butt off. What does he want? He wants pollo. Yeah. Now you can't have the pollo because yeah. Joseph kicked the pollo on the floor. No, it's true. Uh, fair? I, I'm sorry. He's just so serious, and it was a serious moment. But when you hear him answer the question the way he does, the way he starts that off, Chris, just let me hear that first comment where he answers it it made me laugh because it's almost like he's looking at whoever asked him that and going are you out of your mind listen to this i never had a physical altercation with him <laughs> just that I part a... no just just that part he's st- and, and I, I get it it's and a by the way, deal it, let me quote former william jefferson clinton what is your definition of a physical confrontation does it mean you actually lay hands on the other person the other party or are you separate if you are separated as the bank says no harm, no foul. Uh, let's hope not. I, and, and I'm going to believe Gonzalo Pineda. I just think it was an uproar all for nothing at the end of the day. Hey, man, let's hear from last night because Josh Allen did everything. Three thrown touchdowns, three uh, passing touchdowns, should right. I say, one rushing touchdown. 
He accounted for four. He threw for over 300-plus. He, he was just excellent. So one-man gang, bro. Looked like an MVP to me. Here he is uh, getting into the end zone. Here's the snap. Here's the snap. Josh looks to his left. Pumps once. Now he's going to keep it. He's going to run. He's inside the five. He tries to stretch into the end zone. He is in. He is in. Touchdown, Buffalo. Josh Allen stretched it out across the goal line for the Buffalo touchdown. Backhanded, by the way. Well, he's been hit by the linebacker. I love Josh Allen's game. And you and I, remember, we were debating, you know, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, all yeah. that young quarterback class, yeah. the two true drafts that were back-to-back rich with quarterbacks, and the, and the leap that he's taken. They talked about it last night on the broadcast. Chris Collinsworth was talking about it. To see him evolve, the accuracy that wasn't there coming out of Wyoming. The guy can make all the throws and good decisions and tough as nails. All right, guys, coming up, NFL Blitz is on the way. It's done. So we're done talking about it. We'll tell you what we're talking about coming up next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.